Hey y'all, we are in week four of the new series sponsored by my book, It's a Love Story, which is on sale now. Yippee! As you know, this Love Story series is all about romantic movies. I invited a few of my friends to help me dissect some of our favorite rom-coms, and the conversations were weird in some cases. That's right. My friend Stephanie helped me prove that real men sparkle when we discuss Twilight. I offered to Insta-story my friend Todd doing the African anteater ritual from Can't Buy Me Love. That was a hard pass. He said no. And Melanie Shankel made me laugh for roughly 30 minutes solid when we talked about Ryan Gosling's photoshopped abs in Crazy Stupid Love. But today, my bachelor recapping friend, some guy in Austin and I talk about the rom-com loved by dozens. Win a date with Tad Hamilton. Stop. I implore you, dear listener, do not abandon this podcast based on the movie choice. Listen to this stellar storyline. Pete, the quirky, self-deprecating manager of a grocery store, is madly in love with his best friend, Rosalie. Great name. Unfortunately, she has absolutely no idea. When Rosalie wins a date with her favorite actor, the smarmy Tad Hamilton, Pete delays admitting his feelings to her. And when the scheming Hamilton relocates to their small town, Frazier's Bottom, West Virginia, to pursue Rosalie in the wake of their initial meeting, a horrified Pete must struggle to win her heart. That's good. When a date with Tad Hamilton taught us to reach for the stars literal Hollywood stars. You never know when you might get a date. We learned that half a can of the original Pringles is the average amount one may eat at a time. We learned to guard our carnal treasure and that there's a difference between big love and great love. But most importantly, we learn how to chop wood. I'd like to personally thank Josh Dumel for wearing a pearl snap to set that day. I salute you, Tad Hamilton. And your physique. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm laughing because we were just looking at how long ago it was that some guy in Austin was on the podcast and he said January and I thought last year it was March 13th. Did we just block out Colton's season? Um, I would think that's probably a fair assessment subconsciously (laughs) (laughs) of what's been going on. Have you noticed the lack of um, of coverage, by the way? I mean, usually those people are all over the place for months, but there hasn't been much. And um, Mrs. Some Guy has shown me um, Cassie's uh, Instagram Mm -hmm. uh, because she follows her. I don't do the Instagram, but Mm -hmm. um, apparently Cassie and her sister are quite the pair and Colton is usually never in the shot. Well, see, that's it. If you follow him on Instagram, which I do, I don't follow her. I follow him. And it's always some posed, look at us, we are so in love shot that you can tell was staged. And I think she is just writing this until it do, it's not fun anymore. Because right now, he's invited everywhere. They're at Coachella. 
They are at some opening in Vegas somewhere. They're over there on some beach that you know they got for free. I, I'm telling you, she does not like him. I agree. I mean, I think that's that's readily apparent. But that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about The Bachelor. We'll do that in two weeks when Hannah comes along. But um, we are in a series right now on the podcast um, sponsored by It's a Love Story, my book. But we are doing our favorite romantic comedies or romance movies, if you will. Sometimes they're not all comedies. Romance movies. And I'm just interviewing friends and talking to them about why they chose this movie. And everybody has such a great story about why they chose the movie that they did. And then I come to you because I think, you know, you're a part of the show. You have to do this too. I kind of twisted your arm and made you. And we um, chose Urban Cowboy. And then I I pulled it back because I thought we talk about urban cowboy all the time. I feel like we, everybody knows our love for John Travolta and this movie and we quote it. Nobody knows what we're talking about and that's fine. That's between us and people who may know what we're, you know, the movie that came out in 1980. So I made you pick something else and then you picked crazy, stupid love, which ironically somebody else had picked. So we couldn't do that. And so then I give you a list here. Just pick from all of these because I know you just love to watch romances and romantic comedies all the time. And we landed on win a date with Tad Hamilton, which I just find odd. So tell me why that's the one out of the list I sent you, why you chose that one. Well, there's a few reasons now. Number one, um, I will just let, let's let's put this in context. Uh, I believe the movie came out in two thousand and four ish. I think was yeah. was what my research told me. Um, so, golly, that's fifteen years already. Isn't is that, that, is that right? Crazy, yes, unbelievable. Fifteen years. Yes. Now, keep in mind that at the at the uh, two thousand and four mark, that that hunky Canadian Josh Duhamel was um, <laughs> really hot. Um, still hot, still hot. Well, mm-hmm. All right, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but <laughs> I, I was still, um, uh, fresh off my, uh, Kate Bosworth crush from the movie called Blue Crush. <laughs> uh, Are you serious? Which came, yeah, I really? like that movie. It's, you know, it's surfing, but yeah, she, she looked great in that movie. And, um, you know, I had kind of had a little crush on her. <laughs> and, and, uh, I don't really know how to feel about Michelle Rodriguez though. Cause she's sort of like, you know, abrasive-ish, but there's times when she can look really attractive. I don't know. So anyway, that was, that was, I thought that was a good, good movie. Uh, but, uh, anyway, so I saw something with, Hey, Kate, Kate Bosworthson. And I thought, wow, I should probably see this. (laughs) And the other thing now is, uh, one of my favorite contemporary writers, uh, Brett Easton Ellis wrote a book called rules of attraction. Um, and he writes a bunch of disturbing things, but, um, uh, I follow, you know, I read his books and things. And um, she was in a movie called Rules of Attraction um, right after Blue Crush. And so anyway, I had sort of, I wouldn't have called myself like a stalker or anything, but Mm -hmm. I was definitely aware of Kate Bosworth. And when that movie came out, I thought, well, this is a good movie to see. And I think I ended up seeing it um, sitting on the couch one night when it just happened to be on. I was about to say, tell me you went to the movie theater to see it. No, I, I, I didn't do that. I that would have been, I did feel a little bit insulted because when I um, was talking to you and I swore to you that I would do a little research, which I never do, yeah. uh, I did notice that this this particular movie was nominated for not one, not two, but three Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, it was. So the fact that <laughs> I saw it <laughs> when I was not, in fact, a teenager and actually enjoyed it <laughs> speaks volumes. So 
Okay. I am right there. I am right yeah. there. I'm trying to remember when I first saw it. I'm pretty sure I saw it in a movie theater because I go see all of the romance or romantic comedies in the movie theater. But for probably 85% of the people listening right now, why don't you tell them what went a date with Hamilton? Just the premises, just the synopsis. Now, we did a little tease in the intro, but in your words, I would like to hear what you believe when a date with Tad, Tad Hamilton is all about. And it's Tad, T-A-D, not Ted. Tad. Yeah, it's not Ted. Ted Hamilton, maybe that's his brother, right. maybe his dad, I don't know. Um, this is also not related to the the Broadway sensation Hamilton right. at all. Um, <laughs> completely different. <laughs> completely different uh, area. Um, oh. So it in short, um, Kate Bosworth uh, and her her uh, manager Topher Grace, who is um, uh, secretly in love with her, work at the Piggly Wiggly in some small town in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And the movie opens up, I believe, with um, you know like a cheesy reenactment of this what World War II movie where Tad Hamilton, who was played by Josh Duhamel. Um, is you know overly dramatic, and uh, the girls are eating their popcorn and they're giggling in the movie theater watching him. And Topher Grace is rolling his eyes at the plot twists, uh, much like you and I would do at The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, it's clear that her and her friends, you know, have a big uh, crush on Tad Hamilton, and he's sort of forced to go along with it. Um, and you know, because he's one of the guys, and you know, they're they're in love. So the movie. Uh, takes a twist when there's a contest because Ted Hamilton has a bad reputation, I guess. It's mm-hmm. kind of a Hollywood bad boy. And uh, the, the, one of the funny parts, his, his, um, he's got a charity or something. He starts it to re- refurbish his image called Save the Children, mm-hmm. which I thought is awesome. <laughs> I mean, can't argue Just with the that, children. Right? We're saving yeah. them all. Yeah. And then um, – so uh, then there's a contest where you, you pay a $100 entry fee and you can win a date with Ted Hamilton. And that's how the movie that's how the movie leaves the dock, as they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, of course, she wins. And, um, you know, it just goes from there. Um, one thing I do want to mention, too, is that there's a lot of people in this movie that like are big stars or yes. well known. Nathan Lane is in it. Yes. Um, Sean Hayes from uh, Will and Will Grace. Grace. Is it? Yes. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin. Um, who is Stifler's mom? Is that Stifler's mom, Jennifer Goodwin? No. No. Okay, <laughs> Jennifer something. Um, and then uh, Gary Cole, who is uh, Lumberg in um, uh, Office Space and yeah. various other roles. Uh, so no, there, there's some, some some good people in this, and apparently didn't make a lot of money, but I enjoyed it because um, you know it's just it, it it is what it is. But um, I'll let you kind of lead the discussion <laughs> now that I've, I've laid let that me, out. Let me ask you this: Did you rewatch it? I've seen it once or twice, you know, but I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it from start to finish. All of that that you just said is from your memory. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. God, I hate you. That you can just pull all that. You can remember Save the Children and then it was a $100 entry. That's pretty impressive. I don't know. Well, you know. I did love uh, Jennifer Goodwin. I like her. I just like her. I thought she was a great little sidekick. She was uh, Kate Bosworth. Oh, yeah, she's a. No, yeah, I mistook her for, um, yeah, yeah, now I know who she is. She's like, uh, doesn't she have like short hair or something? Yes. And, okay, she was I know in she the is. TV show once. She played Snow White, but you probably know her from Walks the Line where she was Johnny Cash's wife. Anyway, I thought she was a great little sidekick. And I will say, if I'm not mistaken, Topher Grace, who plays Pete, the guy who's in love with Kate, who her name is Rosalie in the movie, he wasn't he kind of in his... 70 show that 70 show prime at this that point, might have probably? been i think this was one of the first things he did after that mm-hmm. 
and uh, he's good. He's pretty much good in everything. I don't know if you've seen um, uh, Black Klansman, the Spike Lee movie. I didn't. Um, he he plays David Duke in that movie, believe it or not, mm. and um, he's very convincing. You're used to seeing him, you know, as Topher Grace, you know, in in Seventy Show and movies like this, and then he mm-hmm. plays David Duke. So no, it's, he's he's actually a really good actor. I like him, but he was. I thought he. I thought uh, Kate Bosworth was great in the movie, but I, th- I thought his acting was much better than Josh Duhamel's acting. Yes, and that that was something I was going to bring up too. Is that you can ch- you can tell Josh has been hired because of his looks, and and I mean he can he can act, he's fine, but Topher is really the acting chops behind it, with everybody in there, and it is it is the the love triangle that you are always hear about where this time you have the Hollywood movie star that's hot and great. And then the sweet little country girl and her best friend who's in love with her, you know, she, it's, it's not necessarily that she has to decide between the two because most of the entire movie, she does not know that Topher Grace is in love with her. Like he has never, he has never admitted that. And that's a cool little moment too, where, um, they always frequent a bar and the bartender is in love with Topher Grace. And so she's saying, well, what did she say when you told her you loved her? And he said, well, I haven't told her. <laughs> well, what did she say when you <laughs> kissed her? Well, I haven't really done that. So she encourages him to go after the big love and he does. And then of course she still leaves with Josh anyway to go off to Hollywood. Now there are parts in the movie um, that stuck with me through all of these years. Did any of the parts of the movie stick with you that you remember? Because I was talking to my roommate friend, Laura, last night, and I said, win a date with Tad Hamilton. What do you remember? And yeah. what immediately came out of her mouth is what I remember too. I'm just curious if it's what comes out of your mouth. Okay, so there's a few, there's a few things actually, and there's some of them are good, some of them are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, the, the one thing that sticks with me is the six smiles speech. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was, and it's in the men's room, which is, you know, like when, when Topher Grace confronts Josh <laughs> Dumel and basically says, don't break her heart. She's mm-hmm. got six smiles. And he mentions all of these details. Do you even know that she has six different smiles? She has six smiles? Yeah. One when something just flat out makes her laugh. And one when she's laughing out of politeness. But there's one when she makes plans. One when she makes fun of herself. One when she's uncomfortable. And one when... One when she's talking about her friends. Uh, I don't know those things yet, Pete. And then Josh Dumel uses that speech later, I think, to talk her either mm-hmm. in the com- was she in L.A. already or no. maybe Mm-mm. okay. He, so yeah, he uses he that. Used. Sp- yeah, mm-hmm. so he uses that speech. He steals it from Topher Grace, and she buys it and ends up going to L.A. with him. But then she discovers uh, when he can't recognize one of her smiles um, mm-hmm. that you know, it all kind of comes together. That's the aha moment. So I remember that. I thought that was really cheesy, but you know, look, it's a romantic comedy and that's the purpose of it. My fave, my absolute favorite scene in the whole thing, it, the setup is, is good is when, you know, he, he's just this vacuous Hollywood star and then mm-hmm. he, he does a movie in the country and he decides to buy a ranch or a farm out mm-hmm. in West Virginia. And he's like, Oh, I bought it. And Topher Grace is like, Oh really? You know? <laughs> and so they go out there and then, uh, the wood chopping scene. Yes. Is, uh, it's great. <laughs> you know, it went, uh, so, uh, they're, 
show he, you know, Topher Grace is going to, you know, show him up because he's a country guy or whatever. And, and they go to chop wood and Topher Grace takes his shirt off or does he take his shirt off first or whatever? No, Josh and does. Josh, yeah, and then Josh Jamel has like a pearl snap on and he just rips it, <laughs> rips it open. But the, the look on Topher Grace's face when he takes his shirt off is hilarious. And then they, they pan to Kate Bosworth and her friend. And they they're like got this really big excited look on yeah. their face. I don't know I, that 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 part yeah. always sticks with me because I thought that was one of the funniest <laughs> parts of the movie. It truly is. And Josh Duhamel topless is a great look. And I I would never ever ever put it in the same category as the volleyball scene from Top Gun, but it's similar to that. To where if if you ask anybody who knows this movie, they're gonna immediately go. I believe those two exact things that you said, the smiles and then him ripping his shirt off. It's the pearl snap and he yeah. rips it off and he tosses it on the ground. He's got a cowboy hat on. It's all great. And Topher's <laughs> like, yeah, we're doing this. And he's just scrawny, but I'm proud. And then he can't chop the wood, but Tad Hamilton can because he yeah. did that movie back in the day. Did you ever see that movie I did where I was a farmer and Topher says, yeah, if you made it, I saw it. Yeah, I don't know who wrote it. I'm, I'm sure there's some big screenwriter that, you know, did this. I mean, because obviously most of these movies are formulaic, but I thought that the portrayal of him, like how he learned things, just every, everything that is that Tad Hamilton does is filtered through him being an actor. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really smart. And then the other scene that sticks with me, remember when he goes back to his L.A. home and it's like this huge palatial bachelor mm-hmm. pad and he's just kind of sitting there alone yeah. And he's kind of I thought that was that, that was good, too, because, you know, he's he's I, the, here's my problem with the movie. Are we there yet? Sure. I actually think that Tad Hamilton is in many ways more likable than Topher Grace in the movie. I am going to agree with that statement. And, and it shouldn't be that way, right? No, should, it should not. Right, mm-hmm. right. I thought that's the big mistake is that that they he Tad Hamilton is actually a likable guy. Mm-hmm. And then he turns out at the end, obviously, he turns out to be decent guy as decent as it can be um he admits a lie and all that kind of stuff but um anyway that that was my big take was actually tad hamilton was was really likable and i don't know if that's josh dumel he's you know he, let's face it he's a better actor than he has to be mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I mean, I he think... could be he could be you know making fast and furious movies and making a billion dollars you know? <laughs> well what is he doing right now he's making taco bell commercials for super well, bowl you know, yeah, good for that guy. Do what you need to do to get that paycheck, man. But I feel that it was the writing. I think Josh pulled it off of being the guy who, like, it, that's exactly right. His whole life is filtered through the parts he's played. And, I mean, even when he's talking to the the house cleaning lady, he, he speaks to her in Spanish. The one line he knows from the commercial that he did that was Spanish-speaking and then she's going, I'm Albanian. He's like, oh, will you tell the other one? Ostola Proximo Americanus. <laughs> and it's something like, see you next Wednesday or something. And she's like, yeah. sure, sure, sure. But but I think what what worked for him is he was never angry or mad at Pete, at Topher Grace's character. He never got mad at him. And even whenever he's saying, she has six miles. Don't mess with her. You you win. You won the girl you have to take care of her and he's real soft about it he's yes okay i will i understand yes you're a good guy but But did you attribute that to him being a good guy or him just being like hey i'm tad hamilton what am i worried about this guy for no i thought it was i thought it was a good guy because i i think he was seeing that whole community and that whole environment as good people so he just kind of said 
that was his whole reason for coming to Fraser's Bottom is that he wanted Rosalie's goodness to rub off on him to which you know Topher Grace is like he doesn't want that to rub off he wants something else to rub off on him but (laughs) it was remember he told her do you remember what he told her about um something about uh when he when when she was going to LA and he Mm -hmm. said something like Topher Grace said something like if he talks about animals, that means he's trying to sleep with you yes. or something like that. <laughs> and sure enough. And he doesn't like sports. Yeah, he, he talks about animals. Yeah. Oh, but it was it was good. I think that I think that he did a great job of just kind of being open to whatever was coming. And the reason why I feel like you and I both had a problem with Topher's character is because he was always kind of cynical and irritated and mad and rolling his eyes at Tad Hamilton and you know, trying to work the system a little bit. So that, that is the part. And even at the end, there was, there was part of me that didn't buy, I know it's a romance and and we buy everything and it's just like Hallmark Christmas movies. You just accept that they're going to get together in the end. But I even remember not technically caring that they got together in the end. I didn't go, oh, yay. He, you know, good for that guy. He won. I didn't even really I just yeah. kind of went do to do because there there was not a lot of chemistry with them, but also it, the movie didn't give them a chance to have chemistry because they were friends up until the last two minutes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was good. I like I said, I, I think uh, Kate Bosworth did a great job in this one. And um, do you know you know what? Speaking of Kate Bosworth, do you know? Did you ever see the one um, the Bobby Darren movie with Kevin Spacey? No. Um, so she was in that movie that was basically a biography of, of, um, Bobby Darren's life. And she, she played either his girlfriend or his wife or maybe both or whatever, but apparently it's a big age difference and I, I couldn't watch it. Like she yeah. just, you know, it's just, it was too creepy anyway. Right. I, it was, I don't want to overthink uh, no. at Hamilton, but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will rethink that with you all day long because right here in my notes, I have exactly what you just said. There were, they are a 10 year age difference. And tenure age difference, I I believe is a lot, but you can you can get away with it if it's like a twenty five and thirty five or a twenty eight mm-hmm. and thirty eight. It doesn't feel so big, but she was twenty one, and he was thirty one. And then whenever you are are led into the movie, and there are these three friends working at the Piggly Wiggly, which does exist, by the way. Some people thought that that was a made-up supermarket. No, I've been to Piggly. Everyone's been well. My I've... dad managed a Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I think whenever you you start out and you see them in the Piggly Wiggly and they're working, you you struggle a little bit to wonder how old they are, and then you start hearing about. Pete and how he might be going off to college maybe and then so you kind of put them at 18 19 20 and then so you I I I kind of pictured them as younger probably than what the writer wanted me to picture them as but it it didn't bother me but there is a big age difference now where it truly bothered me with Josh Dumel was the Nicholas Sparks movie Safe Haven. I'm sure you've seen it, right? Uh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. It's a lot like The Notebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Ex- except instead of swans, you probably have some other sort sure. of, you know, love invoking mm-hmm. symbolic animal. And There's then a moment in rain. Yeah. Right. Instead, somebody is dies. Is he a carpenter? Is he a carpenter? Does no. he do something with his No. Okay. <laughs> is he, he Amish owns- like Noah? <laughs> <laughs> he's not Amish. He builds furniture and he wears a blue shirt all the time. He's Amish. He's not Amish. 
<laughs> uh, I, we will have this argument till the end of time. He's not Amish. Um, no, he in this movie, he is, I think he owns like a little market down by the shore of North it's Carolina somewhere. Simp- simple lifestyle. Exactly. You know. They yeah. bike places, you know. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. this girl, it's Julianne Huff, and you know how I feel about her. I'm sorry, but I just cannot get behind the Huff. Family. Is that the Dancing with the Stars? Yes. The, guy, the one that looks like it looks like her brother, and yes. her brother looks like her. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh. And they, um, she is, she looks young. She looks young in this movie, and she probably is young. But I, I'm, it, 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 I could not get past their age difference. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks does that a lot. I felt that way too in the other one with Zac Efron and that Taylor lady who's in Orange Is the New Black. Was that one called The Notebook? No. <laughs> No. I did notice, you know, as you know, I go through airports a lot and um, I I typically try not to read anything on the New York Times bestseller list because there's, you know, it's it's really weird because most of the stuff self-help, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. just like, well, you know, does does everyone need that much help? Anyway, um, but uh, I always, you know, when I'm browsing or whatever, I looked at Nicholas Sparks. I think I can't remember the names of the books, but I did notice his name on him. There's at least two on the New York Times bestseller list right now. I know. Um, The guy's been on it. The last what twenty years a guy's been on yes. every you know book what? he's released. How would you feel? Um, how would you feel? Let's just let's just assume you're going about your day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just assume your book, which congratulations by the way, your second book. Thank um, you. Let's just assume it's doing really well, mm-hmm. um, and and everything is good in your life for a few days, and then all of the sudden, you you get some sort of notification on your phone. Maybe you're scrolling through the news, and it says, "Notebook remake." in the works. No. How would you, how would you feel about it? <laughs> no. No, I would start a letter writing campaign that moment. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. boycott. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay. The dumbest I, thing. I think, Did I think, you see that they're prequel in Greece? For what were they going to be in preschool? I, sw- <laughs> I mean, how much can you prequel? It's like high school musical but in junior high. No. Yeah. It, it it's it's that summer, it's the summer that they met. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? And if Julianne Huff plays Sandy, I will fall on the ground right here and just give up. Um, I do have a question for you though. Yeah, yeah. Can you chop wood and split it in one single swing? Yes, we've had this conversation before. My technique is excellent. I remember. I remember uh, my dad. <laughs> I told you when I was a kid, my dad would throw my brother and I have a twin brother. You know that we'd, yep. we'd throw us in, he'd throw us in the truck. We rode in the back. I'm sure you're, you're familiar with that. Back mm-hmm. in the day when it was freezing, my dad would be like, y'all get back there. Just lay down. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be back there with like a chainsaw sliding around <laughs> a couple of axes, you know, a wedge or two and a hammer, and a sledgehammer. And, you know, my dad would drive out, you know, and, and we'd get out to, in, you know, the woods or whatever. And he would find a tree, uh, and he would, he would chainsaw it. And then my brother and I, our job was to clear it. And then we would take it back to the house and we couldn't come inside until it was all split. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I told you this before is, is, um, I remember my dad came out and he's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're splitting wood. He's like, no, no, no that's not how you swing an ax. And he, he sort of showed us the technique. As you might imagine, when it's cold outside and you're splitting wood, you, there's an incentive to do that efficiently and quickly. Right. Um, and so, yes, I, I, I can split wood very efficiently. What is the because- secret? The secret is in the swing. So, so instead of mo- a lot of people swing, they, they, they swing from their shoulder. They go mm-hmm. over like towards the side. 
key is um, is extending the axe all the way above your head and coming straight down with as much force as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever ripped off your pearl snap shirt before splitting the log? Um, I've done both of those things, but not in connection with <laughs> splitting a log. Although, yeah, I might try that. I might, I might, yeah, it's getting warmer out, but I might, I might call miss some guy out to the yard and say, hey, check this out. <laughs> You should. She would love that. So if you were sitting on your computer and up popped up a big announcement that a celebrity was, you could win a date with the celebrity, who would you want that celebrity to be? Kate Bosworth. No. Um, (laughs) Colton. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, What celebrity? Um, I I sort of always had a thing for Brooke Burke. Mm Mm-hmm. I would have to choose, like if I really thought about it, they're, they're, you know, I would I would be more stimulated by someone I can actually talk to about something than, um, you know, someone that was incredibly physically uh, uh, attractive. So if I had to pick somebody in Hollywood, it would definitely have to be someone that was uh, I could talk to, hold a conversation with. How about you? Chris Besides Pine. Chris, why, why Chris Pine? <laughs> oh, he's my new thing now. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine. Or Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi is slowly closing in on Chris Pine. Wow. Why? Why? Who? Who's Zach Levi? Is that the? Is he? What, what's? What's the deal with him? He's the guy from Shazam. You know the. The guy that played uh, Spock in uh, with no. Chris Pine. No. That's Zachary Quinto. You're getting your oh. Zachary's mixed up. Are there any quotes that you still recite today from this movie that you can recall? No. I mean, I just. <laughs> this isn't a quotable. <laughs> Yes, there is. There is one that I still quote and because I thought it was such a great line when I first heard it and I've used it ever since that I will tear you to pieces with my bare hands or my vicious rhetoric. (laughs) I say that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll I'll give you that one. Um, Now, let me ask you this. You're 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 an East Texas girl, right? Uh Um, In a very small town ish. Now, not not as hilly and uh, as mountainous as uh, West Virginia. However, um, what similarities do you see? Uh, in your hometown dynamic with what you saw here in a date with Ted Hamilton. I thought the small town thing was, uh, was done very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, the people were, you know, the real people and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't recall if there's a Piggly Wiggly in Hallsville. I've never heard you say that, but there's gotta be a Berkshire no. brothers or something. Oh, out there. most definitely. There's a Berkshire brothers. Well, that's good. Well, so I think we, we have, uh, we, we've talked about this movie and I think we would, we would rate it a success. I like this one. I did too. And I think everybody needs to go out and watch it or at least YouTube the wood chopping scene. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. I'll just make it easy for you. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, uh, go ahead and let me know when you do that so I can not watch it. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, look, J- Josh Dumel, um, still got a decent career. Is he still married to uh, Fergie? Fergie, no, they divorced. Really? They Which have kids? Means he's available. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's the one I would go out on a date with. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I am enjoying all of the emails and DMs I'm getting and all my social medias about how much fun you're having with these love stories because everybody loves a love story. That's what I say all the time, especially in my book, which is out. It's a love story. 
Anyway, I love to hear from you and um, your ideas of Twilight and Can't Buy Me Love and Crazy Stupid Love and hopefully now Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. I have no idea how many of you have seen it or even heard of it, but we did have a good time talking about it. I would love for you to follow me on social media. You can find me at Lindsay Ray on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm Lindsay on Twitter. Like, share. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Texas forever.